Welcome to the Equipped Podcast, where corporate woman Cassie Duke and college basketball coach Clarice Garcia help you uncover what God's Word says about who you are and His promises for you. This podcast is a journey to equip and empower you to operate and thrive in your God-given identity. We are so blessed to have you back joined with our podcast today, our recording. Um, it is always so fun to just know that you are actively participating in your growth and your own development to just really equip you to hear what God has put on my heart, on my co-host Cassie's heart for you in this moment. Um, so Cassie, welcome back. We are always blessed to just hear your wealth of wisdom um, and just what God puts on your heart. And I think today we're really excited because I, we think we were joking a little bit before we got on air and just that at the end of the day, it's like, hey, this is a message of this is how to be Christ-like and now let's walk in it. <laughs> yeah, Clarice, thanks for uh, joining with me today. Thank you listeners for tuning in uh, to hear what God has to say to us today. And Clarice, you said it, it's pretty pretty simple, but pretty profound uh, to hear the word that's going to come from Micah today. Uh, so let's jump in and get started. Yes. So I love that you, um, I love that we can bounce between Old Testament, New, New Testament, and the, mm -hmm. the whole narrative of, you know, God is Lord, Christ is King is just all the way throughout the entire scriptures. Um, and so we do, we jump to the Old Testament and we'll talk um, from Micah, Micah 6, 8 today. And so when you take a look at who was writing this book, um, this man, his name is who is like Jehovah. And so this prophet Micah is not only his name is like, hey, who is like him, but he's just celebrating and wanting to show us how to be like God, um, just out of his concern for just spiritual, moral, um, you know, that compass within us. And um, Cassie, would you love to read the passage um, 6, 8 for our listeners? <clears throat> Absolutely. And so it reads, he has told you, O oh man, what is good and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God. Mm. That is so, I mean, we could spend, I mean, an episode on each of those things, you know, and today mm -hmm. it's going to be all jam packed. Um, and I love how different, you know, we had talked a little bit about the scripture being highlighted for this week. And I just even look back years ago when this scripture was highlighted initially, and it was in context of just praying for my future husband and just knowing, hey, there is a call to men in this season to do this, you know, what does God require of you men of God, you know, and mm -hmm. so fast forward to today, and it really just encompasses that call for all of us to do what God says, you know, and he always tells us what is good, right? In this passage, he's saying, you know, what is excellent? What is agreeable with me? You know, and what is it that I seek out for you to do? What should you practice? What, you know, it's when he's requiring it, it's to like seek with care. You know what I mean? So he's yeah. like pulling it out of us in a caring, loving way to be like, Hey, you know, do this. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just really a sweet prodding of the people. It is. And it, it, 
you know, we love to look in context. So thinking about Old Testament times and Micah speaking and the, the few verses before this in Micah 6, it's Micah saying things of shall come before him with burnt offering shall would the Lord be pleased with a thousand rams? And so he was referencing the, the way of the times of a animal sacrifice, like coming up and putting something at the altar to the Lord. And like, that's going to be what the Lord requires. And Clarice, like you said, it's this contrast actually that Micah is saying, it's not the burnt offerings is what does the Lord require of you, but to do justice, to love kindness and to walk humbly. Like what a shift from like, Hey, here's a, here's a perfect land. Let me just sacrifice it on the altar and be good. Rather it's behavior, right. Mm -hmm. To, and like you said earlier, it's this reflection of how Christ is with the, with the justice, uh, the kindness and the humility. Yeah. And I, and I just love that because again, as a prophet, that was so when you when you flesh out this first command which is to do justice right mm-hmm. and i and it's just interesting how just within our culture you know it's shifted to almost like the social justice that we latch on to versus the justice that's in the scriptures which is you know it's just it's the rightness it's the attributes of god it's what's proper and you know one of our pastor um pastor philip said it so well and and justice is just punishment for sin Right. And, and that time, yes, it was the animal sacrifices, but it, it, it foretold of the ultimate act of Jesus, which the just punishment for sin required Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. And that's it. That's nothing more. You know, I think we can get into, oh, well, justice for this or justice for that. And all people are sinners. God restores all thing. And there's no justice beyond the biblical definition of justice. You know what I mean? When we take it out of context and that is Jesus at the cross. That is right. And so thinking uh, new Testament times, Corey, it's like what you're saying, what's Christ came. He was that final satisfaction of sin period. Like you said, Mm -hmm. like his rightness, his perfection, sacrifice satisfied the requirement um, of a sacrifice for sin. And so I love the simplicity and how you explained it of justice is um, rightness, essentially, like, in my head's going yeah. a bunch of places, which some of our listeners may be as well, you know, we hear the term justice a lot nowadays, Clarice, you said it's social justice, um, which is very much a thing in our current culture, not minimizing that. But to your point, yeah. that is a man made current topic if you will so when we read scripture we need to understand uh like you do so well for us clarice the uh hebrew or the greek definition of the word justice and not to impart maybe what we think of justice here in 2023 correct and it's you know it's acting with when you look at the word do right because i think if we're going to be like oh i'm going to be you know i'm going to take on this mantle of like enacting justice right Mm -hmm or walking justly, right? That's where it's different from society versus what the Bible is talking about, right? So it's Mm -hmm. like, no, do justly, like do, do accomplish, produce in you the attributes of God, right? And so that's where, that's where it really kind of rests and anything beyond that then kind of gets taken out of context, which is why it is so important to always look to Jesus for these, you know, for these attributes of, of saying, okay, well, if you want us to do justly, Jesus, what does that look like? Right. Mm -hmm. And, 
he was the ultimate sign of it, right? Because he died for us so that we die to ourselves so that then we don't subject others to our own construct of justice, right? We keep it where God intended it, where now we're dying to self because he died for us. Yeah. So Clarice, uh, let's take it practical. Like what might that mm-hmm. look like in the day to day? Cause I'm yeah. reading through this scripture and this is a sincere question to you. I haven't yeah. unpacked to this one. <laughs> yeah. Um, like in your study with the Lord has, did he highlight anything to you of what mm-hmm. doing justice is or is not yeah. in our day to day lives? Yeah. I think one of them is, you know, kind of just attention and forgiveness, right? And so it's like, if I think that I, you know, and it kind of, the example that kind of came because I think it fits in both the justice and the mercy, right? Was the visual was the thief on the cross next to Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. It was, it was just punishment for his sin, right? And so you have the visual of, yes, like there are consequences, there are physical realm consequences because we do live in, you know, a society with laws and rules and, and, you know, mores and things like that. So you look at that and you're like, okay, was it just for him to receive punishment for his, his crime? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because yes, that's what society dictates, right? However, that is not the justice Jesus is talking about because then the justice is literally happening next to him where Jesus is justifying all sin, including the the thief next to him saying, but you can have eternal life. Right. And it's because we're spiritual beings having a temporary physical experience, we get to still in the next realm and in past this physical realm we get to have that life with Christ because Christ, Christ's act of justice for our sin that we can receive becomes then in us the example of, hey, this is, this is how it looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and looking to Christ for that example. And so I also think of it um, in the way of, justice as you described it or defined it is also rightness and Mm -hmm. so I heard a preacher this past Sunday speaking on it and you know when we think of rightness I I need to go to scriptural truth and he Mm -hmm. was saying truth is truth truth does not become not not truth in some future date like God's word Mm -hmm. is true and it is right so when I'm thinking about okay, what Mike is telling me to do was the Lord required to you, but to do justice, to do right. And the standard of right is Christ's example within the scriptures. And so I think about that, Clarice, in our day-to-day life of it's the opportunity. Do we compromise or do we hold true to the rightness that we know in scriptures, the way Christ mm-hmm. has called us to live? Yeah. And I, I don't know about you, but I, you, we have those opportunities every every day, every week that you could maybe cut corners or take the easier way out, if you will, yeah. uh, the not right way, the not biblically, not Jesus right, um, not the just way. And I believe this is Micah and the Lord calling us to the standard that he set because he knows that's yeah. best for us of rightness. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because it is, it, this is a different word than the definition of what it is that we think of you know it's it's because we think of you know just behavior or treatment right so we we kind of take it Mm -hmm. to behavior behavior so kind of the fruit versus 
Jesus did what only he could do to eradicate the sin problem for mankind. Mm -hmm. And we have the opportunity to partner with him to walk in that righteousness because of what he did. That's right. Yeah. We can't do right on our own (laughs) girls because (laughs) of his sacrifice, his original justice, if you will, Mm -hmm. uh, that we can even choose right. Yeah, absolutely. The next one to love kindness Mm -hmm. or can also be defined as mercy. Let's unpack Mm -hmm. that one a little bit. Yeah. And so, you know, kindness, it's, it's just such a sweet term. You know, it's, it's that goodness, that faithfulness that, that we think of. And, you know, it's so, it's so sweet that you see such a God of, I am going to make sure that this is right for the people that they can have eternal life with me. And I'm going to allow that goodness and faithfulness and that mercy to, so that none may perish. Right. Um, and so it's, it's neat because, you know, again, leading that same example of Christ on the cross with the thief next to him, mercy was Christ forgiving him, you Mm -hmm. know, which a lot of people would have probably considered unthinkable. Right. And they're like, no, he should die. Right. But it was that he died to give him eternal life. And, but I wonder how many people would have thought that would have been the right thing to do. You know what I mean? But Jesus always shows us this is the right thing to do. And he forgave him. And that's so merciful. And I think of us, you know, we are all sinners for all have, you know, sin and come short of the glory of God. And it's like, we are the ones that, um, get to latch on to the mercy. Right. And, and in scripture, it talks about, um, you know, when, Jesus was coming to the temple and, you know, he came upon this um, group where the, you know, the scribes and the Pharisees brought this woman who had been caught in adultery. Right. Mm-hmm. And back then, I mean, they had some pretty staunch laws of just mm-hmm. immediacy of punishment and usually condemned to death. And then their method of methodology was, was very interesting because thank God we don't do this anymore. But, you know, the, the law was that as Moses had written, it was to stone a woman and mm-hmm. they're like, Jesus, what do you say to this? And so when he bent down, wrote in the ground and continued to ask him and continue to ask him, he stood up and he said, let him without sin be the first to throw the stone. And once again, he kind of bent down, went on his way, was writing in the ground And one by one, they just left. And finally, it was just Jesus and the woman. And he, when he stood up, he was like, hey, where did they go? Has no one condemned you? And and she said, no, no one, Lord. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go, um, go on, go, sorry, (laughs) go. And from now on, sin no more. Um, So he could have just been like, hey, yeah, you know what? you get to be stoned and I'll throw the first one. But instead he's like, let me show you this forgiveness of sin, but it's not with the condition of keep sinning. That's right. And this story is a great picture of the justice and mercy, because Mm -hmm. to your point, it was law at that time to stone her. So quote justice or rightness at that time, like he couldn't come up and say, Nope, don't stone her. Because then he'd be going against the law um, at that time. So what wisdom Christ shows us to still honor the justice of that Mm -hmm. time uh, following the law, but to do so in a way that 
provided her mercy. And yeah. so I'm always in awe of him in this well, and always, but yeah. <laughs> this story particularly, because it put him in a rock and hard place because he, he couldn't say, don't stone her. Right, um, exactly. And I, and I always laugh at this one, Clarissa, when they say they brought the woman who was caught in adultery. Well, she's caught right. in the act. Where's the why man? Didn't, right. Why didn't they bring the man? But I digress. But yeah. to your point, mm-hmm. this is a great visual representation of yeah. our, of uh, the God we get to follow, of mm-hmm. a man who honors justice and is justice, but yeah. does so with mercy and kindness and love uh, for yeah. his people. Well, and I think it's just, it's so, it's so intentional, right? Because the, the phrase, the part of the phrase is to love kindness, right? Mm -hmm. And it's that deep, it's that deep love. It's just that, you know, that love for self, love for others, you know, that marriage type of love where it's just like binding and contractual and like, you know, covenant and just so deep, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like, if we're to love the kindness, goodness, faithfulness of God, you know, it's not on us to condemn others, right? Like that's Holy Spirit's job. Holy Spirit's job mm-hmm. is to convict, right? And, and it's not our job to judge. It's our job to call up, but not call out per se. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it's, it's very, it's very awesome that Jesus would show us, hey, I want you to love what I love, which is this goodness, kindness, mercy, but not so that you can keep doing how you want to do it out of your flesh. Like we're going to do it my way in this justice, mm-hmm. this right way. That's right. And I think Clarice, that is an uh, area that, that Christians as a whole, I don't want to uh, call out anybody specifically, but mm-hmm. what you were saying there about not judging or not, um, it's not on us to call out that's Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we are called uh, to this, to love kindness and to love mercy. Like that's mm-hmm. our, that's our role. And I, when I was reading through my scripture and looking it up, it, I had the term zeal towards kindness, mm-hmm. meaning like this isn't just, all right, we like kindness yeah. if it's convenient. No, 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 no. This is like intentional zeal pursuing mercy and kindness. It's looking for opportunities to show mercy and kindness. Mm-hmm. It's not just coincidence or you stumbled upon it. This is intentional. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's neat because one of the Beatitudes is, is um, blessed are the merciful for they shall receive mm-hmm. mercy, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just a sweet picture of, you know, Jesus and the ultimate example of that. If we are like him, we will also be like him in this, in this aspect of mercy or kindness. Um, but yes, but then, you know, it, it kind of then flows perfectly, if you will, because you look at the biblical way that this is. So the justice is, you know, the just requirement for the sins that Jesus did, right? And then his kindness, mercy offers us then that salvation that we Mm -hmm. can look to partner with him. And now you look at this humility piece Mm -hmm. and now Christ showed us how to walk in obedience to the father unto death, right? That humbled him to the grave. And he shows us how to walk in that obedience with our father. Um, and so now it turns into our choice, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. Jesus chose to do the just thing. He chose to offer us the mercy. And now we get to partner with him to walk humbly. And I love, my favorite part of it is the with part, right? Because it's, yeah. not, it's not like, hey, walk humbly on your own and figure it out, right? It's, hey, you're walking with me. 
That's a great call out. And honestly, of all the times I've read this, I didn't really highlight that one word of with Mm -hmm. your God. Um, So it reminds me of all the things he's called us to, like we've said, is it's not do it within your own strength. It's with him. He wants to be in partnership with us Mm -hmm. and he's modeling it and showing us and he'll help us do it. We just Mm -hmm. need to take that action to walk with him. I think of your uh, story or example of the thief on the cross, there, there were yeah. two thieves, right? One on either yeah. side of him. And it's the one who mm-hmm. asked for the mercy, who yeah. engaged with Christ, uh, the yeah. with uh, Christ mm-hmm. that got the grace, right? And so Absolutely. it showed me here, it's like with our God, it's when we interact with him, when we choose him, when we reach out to him, that's when he gives us uh, these items and what we need to Uh, walk in this example to walk humbly with him absolutely and philippians does a really good job of showing jesus's humility here Mm -hmm. um you know because in philippians 2 5 through 11 um you know it talks about christ jesus who though he was in the form of god did not count equally with god a thing to be grasped but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of man And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death Mm -hmm. on a cross, you know, and in that humility, now we can look to him and he is now seated at the right hand of the father and he has taken back all authority and we are heirs um, as his children. And um, I just love that it was hard for him. Like if you go and look at the scripture, you know, he spent a lot of time here on earth with God, right? He spent days in fasting and prayer. He stepped away to be in prayer before and after big miracles, you know, Mm -hmm. before subjecting himself to trial and crucifixion, he prayed to the garden to the point where he was so stressed, like blood vessels had popped in his head, you know? So he modeled this talk and walk so incredibly well. And I just love that this with part is I'm walking humbly beside and then, then the cool thing is it's beside your God, not like a God, the mm-hmm. God, whatever, but the ownership of no, like I am claiming him as my own. And so I am walking humbly beside my God. I am walking humbly in spite of everything around me, my circumstance, my feelings with my God, right? Um, I am walking humbly toward right with toward my God. So it's just very like, it's, it allows that ownership on our part. Yeah. It's that ownership and the personalization, right. And that's Mm -hmm. uh, in my opinion, one of the things that differentiates Christianity is that personal relationship with Christ that Mm -hmm. we get to have that. We get to have that closeness. We get to have that intimacy. And like, again, I feel like I keep repeating it, but bears repeating that we're doing this with him. Yeah. That we're not on our own trying to please this this distant God, but it is mm-hmm. this uh, God, it's a savior that we get to walk through in the day to day and that he modeled it, uh, taking it practical. Yeah. Uh, Clarice, in your world, it's probably coaches, but in my world, it's <laughs> bosses. But mm-hmm. how much respect to have for the leader who's been there, done that, right? Yeah. Like if I know they've done it before or in your world, if mm-hmm. they've done it, won the championships, yeah. et cetera the respect levels there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because they've been in your shoes. They've walked where you're being asked to walk. And how cool is it that Christ also did that? He 
walked with justice. He loved mercy and he walked humbly. Like he was here on this earth, fully man, did it, modeled it like you're telling us. And then we get to follow him. Well, that, that followership is, I don't want to say easy. It's never easy, but knowing that he did it, he showed me how gives me confidence that it can be done. Absolutely. Well, that it can be done. Yeah. With him and that it can be done and that he shows us how to, how to stay out of living out of the flesh. Oh yeah. Especially (laughs) in these three areas. Cause I think, you know, if I'm going to be in my flesh and do justice, well, you did wrong. So I'm going to do wrong to you. Right. right. Or if you weren't kind to me, I'm not going to be kind to you. Right. And if we're going to be honest, you know, we can become very prideful if we don't realize that it's Christ in us, hope of glory, like we mm-hmm. can kind of start to self elevate or self promote or, you know, just be very prideful about, you know, what we've yeah. achieved or accomplished. And so Jesus in his sweetness and his kindness and his mercy and his justice, he just lays it out for us to be like, Hey, these are core tenants that if you get these, it will be that this walk, like you said, not easy, but it, it will be a lot less flesh led. <laughs> That's right. Um, and we know that flesh led just gets us in trouble. <laughs> so all the time. <laughs> sign me up for the Jesus led, not the flesh led. <laughs> oh Lord, he loves us. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. Oh, so Clarice, well, so mm-hmm. thinking of Micah, thinking mm-hmm. of this uh this passage to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God, any final thoughts or any nuggets or takeaways you would want our listeners to be thinking of as we wrap up today? Yeah. And yeah, I, I do think the one aspect is, I know sometimes I talk about, you know, certain things are a practice, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay to walk out this Christianity, you know what I mean? As you're like, Hey God, I didn't do it right this time. Can you help me go back and do this again better? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so it's just so sweet that this isn't like a one and done where, oh my gosh, you messed up in your justice or you messed up in the kindness part or you weren't walking humbly. And Mm -hmm. that is like a hard eraser, Sharpie crossed out. Like that's just not how this works. And I just, I just love that we can understand the requirement, right? The requirement, Mm -hmm. like we can, you know, like what it is that he wants to seek out of us. Right. And so, yes, we get to practice and we always talk about failing forward and, you know, getting back up and he, and Jesus is always there as we are going about walking this out. Yeah. And it's, it's fabulous that it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm -mm. It's us making the choice follow after him and then from that like we keep saying he's walking with us he he's telling us to walk with mercy but he's also showing us mercy as we're walking this out um and if i may be so bold i believe he's pleased with that effort because he doesn't expect perfection but he sees the heart and the heart's desire is that we're wanting to please him. We're wanting to walk in the way that he modeled for us. And we're wanting to do this right. We're wanting to love people. We're wanting to walk with justice and walk in humility um, and show people Christ and draw them unto him uh, through that love. Yeah. 
And wait, and and the great thing is he wants us to be excited about this, right? Mm-hmm. Like when he says, you know, do this with your God, like we can be so excited, like unashamed, just love of doing this with him. That's right. That's exactly right. As excited as I am that we do this together. Yay. <laughs> and you being my little social bee, you probably love, <laughs> love the togetherness <laughs> of it. I'm more of an introvert. I kind of like my space. But when it comes to Jesus, that is such a comfort to know that we're doing Mm -hmm. it together and I'm not doing it alone. So, Clarice, thank you for highlighting this passage today. Um, If you would pray us out, seal it up. um, And though, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Jesus, we just are so grateful for you, Lord. We just thank you that we can turn to you um, to just show us exactly what we need and to show us how to do life and to do life well and how you modeled it. Um, And so God, first and foremost, we thank you that you are justice. We thank you that Mm -hmm. you are mercy and that you um, are humility. And so God, we just thank you that we can turn to you when we are struggling with any of these things. And um, God, I just ask for every person listening that you would just resurrect in their heart, just such resolve to do what is required of of all of us. Um, Even in my heart and Cassie's heart, Lord, we just ask that um, there would just be sweet conviction to allow us to walk in your way, just sweet prompting of your spirit to lead us and in um, walking humbly with you. And God, we just are, uh, want to reiterate that we are just really excited that we get to do life with you. So just continue to help us to lead us and guide us. um, And Lord, just seal this word in all of our hearts that we may cherish your way in Jesus name. Amen. Amen.